Hey, fifth graders, I have chapter 40 and 41 today. Keisha and Albert call me, uh, sorry, chapter 40, tears of different kinds. Keisha and Albert call me Madame President every chance they get. At the end of the day, we head out to the front of the school and I am just so happy, like I could fly happy. A loud, sharp voice interrupts my happiness. What do you mean you lost? You lost? Shay is standing with her mother. After all that time we spent writing that speech, did you even look at the audience? Did you speak up and smile? I did. I did all of that. The other girl just got more votes. Shay sounded like someone completely different. The Shay I know, always so quick to pick a fight, now has a voice that sounds like a kindergartner. Sorry, Mama. She brushes a tear from her cheek. Man, Keisha says, that woman is fierce. Jeez, I can't believe it, but I feel sorry for Shay. I say, uh-uh, no way, Keisha says. Don't be feeling sorry for her. It's not an excuse to go around doing terrible things to other people. Yeah, I guess you're right. Have you learned nothing, she asks. Of course I'm right. We laugh, and she gets on her bus. All of a sudden, I'm in a rush to get to A.C. Peterson's. Running through the glass doors of Peterson's, I forgot that I was going to be cool about telling my mom that I'm class president. I forgot about telling her like it's any other thing. Instead, I jump up and down and say it loud enough that some of the regulars congratulate me before she does. Her face says she's trying to figure out if she heard me right. Yes, I say, nodding furiously. Mom, they voted me class president. The kids in the class, not the teacher. The kids did. She holds her arms out, and I run into them. I'm so proud of you, she says in a shaky voice. I know why she's crying. I can't believe it either. Chapter 41. Not so secret letter. In that foggy time between sleeping and being awake, before I even open my eyes, I already remember that I am class president. I ask myself if it was a dream, knowing that it wasn't. Knowing by the way it feels, like my insides are rising into the air even before I sit up. It's like when you wake up on Christmas morning and remember what day it is. I lie there thinking that I'm happy Mr. Daniels counted the votes in front of everyone. I don't think I would have believed him if he had just said I'd won later. When I get to school, everyone acts the same, but I feel different. I put my stuff away and head to my desk, where I find an envelope with my name on the front. Weird. I sit down and slide it off the desk. Glancing around, I pull a piece of paper from the envelope. I expect it will be a note from Mr. Daniels congratulating me, but it's not. It's a full page of cursive writing. I recognize some of the words like love, but I don't know what most of it says. The name at the bottom is Max. I look over at him and he nods once. I look away feeling like my face must be glowing like Rudolph's nose. I fold up the letter and slide it into my pocket, wishing I could read it. I think that when I get home and can study it, I may be able to figure it out, but I can't stare at it now. I look over at Keisha, who is putting her things in the closet. Hey, she says. Hey. My mouth opens to tell her about the note, but she's not the best person at being quiet about things, and I'm afraid everyone will find out about it. So I take a deep breath and decide it will have to wait. I don't have a choice. I'm both happy and mad at myself. Happy about the note and mad I can't read it. Max is cute, and I like the red and white football jerseys that he wears all the time. And now that I think he likes me, I think I might like him too. So how does it feel to be president, Keisha smiles. Oh yeah, man, this must be the best week of my entire life. Same old stuff, I say. Huh, same old stuff? Already gone to your head? Don't worry, I'll still talk to you and everything. Like you could ever ignore me. We both laugh. Okay, my fantastico, as Mr. Daniels begins. He reminds us to put our homework in the basket and gets the class helpers working on lunch counts and stuff. And I sit up straighter, feeling like I have a place in this class. After Mr. Daniels finishes with the boring morning stuff, he says, 
One more thing. Our new class president, Allie Nickerson, has her first student government meeting today. So if you have any suggestions for her, please let her know. If you have ideas for changes, she's the one in charge. I know that I shouldn't smile, but keeping from my mouth Keeping my mouth from smiling is like trying to keep Travis from loving cars. The first suggestion I get is from Oliver. I'm trying to do my work and he stands in front of my desk. I have a suggestion. Okay, what is it? I think we should be able to bring candy for snacks, like piles of it. Like dump trucks backing up to the school with the warning beeper going. And then it would dump like a huge pile of candy in front of the school and the kids could use shovels to collect it because that rule that they made about healthy snacks is dumb and took away the only thing about school I liked. And Oliver, Mr. Daniels interrupts, he looks up. You have a question? I'm giving my advice to the president. I have an idea. Okay, then we'll finish up and get back to your seat. Oliver looks back at me. Okay, can you do that? I'll try. He looks disappointed. Suki interrupts. I disagree. The healthier snack rule was good. It's bad for your body to fill with candy. He, he looks over at her. Stop acting like you're an adult. Jeez. Other kids give me suggestions, too. Just before lunch, I hear Shay complaining that if she'd be, been elected, she'd have started a horseback riding club at school. For a second, I feel bad, and then I realize she couldn't possibly do that. Horses? Where would we get horses? Sorry, lost my spot. I think about starting a fly to the moon every Thursday club. And a mind movie plays in my head of a silver rocket with blue stripes flying to the moon with Keisha, Albert, and me strapped in. Albert calmly explains the energy required to lift the rocket. Keisha is screaming. She's so happy. And I'm laughing because I'm happy they're happy. I'm pulled out of my movie by Shay, who's standing in front of me. Everyone agrees you should go crawl in a hole and never come out. Since I won the election, I guess not everyone feels that way. And I'm surprised that instead of saying something back to me, she just stomps off. At the end of the day, as we are getting ready to board the buses, Shay chomps up to me with her shadow, Jessica right behind her. So did you get the letter? Why is she asking me about that? A little voice in my head warns me. What letter? You know, the letter. What are you talking about, I ask? The letter from Max saying you should meet him for lunch? You never showed up and he's really disappointed. Oh, he is? She glances behind herself again. So do you like him? Why did he want to see me at lunch? Allie, you can't just ignore something like that. It's rude. I see Max coming, but don't say anything. He really likes you, so you should answer Max's letter and say the thing in it that he says to you. Okay, will you tomorrow? What letter, he asks. Max, oh, hi, Shay says, stumbling over her words. What letter? You said my name. I never thought I'd see Shay unable to talk. Actually, the love letter Shay says that you wrote to me. I hand it to him. Thanks very much, but I'm busy. Um, wait, I never, I didn't actually, he says to me trying to be nice. Then he looks at the letter and at Shay and Jessica, and he doesn't look so nice. Jessica turns pale, but not as pale as Shay does. Whatever was going to happen at the lunch table is something I'm lucky to have missed. It's the first time ever I've been grateful not to be able to read. All right, scholars, we're coming up on our last, I don't know, 30 pages of our book. So I'm excited to find out what happens. Head to Seesaw to do your quick assignment for today. Happy Wednesday.